Okay. Now we need to um, talk about at some point though that this is our second time recording our June episode. Well, let's just talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about we're here, Brett. <laughs> we are here. here. It's the light of day. Usually we record late at night, and we did on the first Friday, and we had some issues, right? Yes. Well, we I had some issues. I, I always mean, have issues. We all have issues. This, this is true. We all have issues. That's why we're here, trying to make goals to better ourselves. But uh, you were so kind to let us re-record. I had some major mic issues, and it sounded just awful. Our good friend Ed Placencia tried to help us repair it so we didn't have to re-record. And even the magic of Ed could not fix my massive error. So we're amateurs. Thank you, Josh, for recording again. And when I last talked to you, it was two days ago, and I had just gotten home from my daughter's graduation. And we always pick a topic to discuss, and I thought it might be fun last Friday to kind of make that connection between my daughter graduating and high school. We can all relate to high school. We've all experienced that, no matter where we live. And I had asked you what your favorite part of high school was. So why don't you kick us off and tell us just real quick, what was your favorite part of high school? I mean, playing basketball was great. That was one of the things I did through high school. And I, I mean, I did get injured my senior year. And so that wasn't so great. It was the third game of the season. And then I was out for the rest of the season. I, I messed up my back taking a charge. However, um, I also started dating my wife my senior year of high school. And so as much as that kind of stung to miss the remainder of my senior year, it was fine. I mean, I was at a point where I'd played long enough and had got a little burnt out on all the practicing, all the hard work. And so to just be able to spend time with Steph was, was really great. So I'm just going to say that it might be cheating. She didn't go to my high school. Um, but yeah, I'll say uh, dating my future wife. Kind of hard to top that. What about you? That's pretty spectacular. And just for um, the record, you've been married how long now? Uh, going on 21 years. 21 plus however, you know, you met her your senior year of high school. Congratulations to you. I don't think that's cheating at all. Um, I think it's quite romantic, actually. Your high school sweetheart that you married. And that would definitely take the sting off of the back injury and not being able to play basketball to focus on a beautiful, wonderful, talented woman that Steph is. And congratulations. As far as me, my favorite thing about high school was the friendships. You know, and obviously your your friendship turned into something romantic. Mine uh, didn't, but that's okay because it, it was just so fun to have a group of people that you're sharing this common experience with. And I was fortunate enough to be able to travel with some of the performing arts group I was in. And back then there were less restrictions on travel. And, and one time we took a school bus from Utah all the way up to Banff, Canada. And that oh, was a lot of nice. fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so just some of those trips. And so um, it's been really fun to see my daughter and watch her experience these last three or four years go through high school and develop some of those same friendships. A lot of them come over here for parties or socials or before dances. And it's fun to get to know her friends and see, you know, just some of the antics they get up to, but how much they support each other. And it's so rewarding as a father to see your daughter be supported by good friends. And um, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back by any means, but I am kind of the cool dad because my daughter does like to show off my game room to all the guy friends that come over and they think that's pretty cool. So um, I do 
I do have an in with the guys that come over, you know, sometimes it's to uh, Lucy's detriment. They'd rather hang out and play video games with me than, than hang out with her. So I've got to, I got to draw the line sometimes and set some clear boundaries. But she did graduate. It was so much fun. A little stressful there at the beginning. She sang in the choir, and we didn't think we were going to be able to take pictures with her. And it was kind of chaotic getting there. But um, we got the pictures. We went out to dinner. Um, and today I'm making her this crazy new dessert, which is going to destroy my diet. I'll have to send you some pictures, Josh, because she loves Reese's peanut butter cups. And I found this really bizarre recipe for a bunt cake with peanut butter uh, cups uh, mixed into the dough and drizzled with peanut butter and crushed peanut butter cups on top. So today is going to be a cheat day, my friend. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're celebrating and well-deserved to Lucy. I'm happy for her. Um, and then off the air, we'll have to talk about Banff because that's one of the place that is, places that is on my um, bucket list to go. So uh, I'm hoping maybe someday I could go there and if I'm half or all the way up there that I can uh, convince Mr. Sean Capri and his wife, Chelsea, to to meet us there as well. So we'll see. Fingers oh. crossed. Um, Highly recommend it. Totally beautiful. Totally beautiful. You'd love it. Well, you just got back from a trip, which is why we recorded late last month. Right. And now we're having to re-record. So what do you say? We, you know, just get this thing going since, um, you know, we've tried a couple times now and <laughs> let's get this show on the road, eh? Second time's a charm. It better be because there's not going to be a third time. There's no third. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, get on your bicycle. Mac, put on your pink hoodie and high tops and let's get this thing going. music intros playing what do you think of my new kirby shirt i got it at walmart that's pretty awesome i'm, I'm wearing my married to the game shirt ah oh, we need to coordinate one of these days and both wear our married to the game shirt welcome to fit dad game dad a monthly podcast where two middle-aged dads encourage each other to reach both their fitness and their couch gaming goals i'm your host josh stapleton and with me as always is the elderly man who is sending his oldest off to college brett Baden. Brett, how are you, my friend? Really good, really good. Uh, Sundays are one of my favorite days. We're recording on a Sunday, and it's a good feeling to send your daughter off to college. You know, we don't, we're not quite empty nesters yet, but it does give you a little more freedom as a parent, so I'm feeling a little bit of freedom. I'm feeling like we crossed the finish line with one kid, two more to go. It's kind of a milestone, so I'm feeling really good today. How are you feeling, sir? Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. My wife is my wife and daughter are out of town. They're down at Disneyland. Um, they get back in a couple days, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm really looking forward to. As much as it is nice to have the house be a little quieter, I'm really looking forward to having the whole whole family here and and uh, not doing the single parent thing. So, so yeah, that you be are good. very good at the single parent thing, and that's probably why Steph feels she can go. So kudos to you. You're a great dad. Something I always admire about you is how well you take care of the kids when Steph's out of town. And I'll be joining her. Not not really. I'll be going to California this weekend. She'll be back, but oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. Well, Brett, we did record late into May, so our goals were a little bit... Uh, I, I guess we had to skew them a little bit for the time difference. But now it's June, and we need to go back, and we need to account 
for May. Let's get into our skill tree. That's what I forgot to say. I was like, I know I'm forgetting something. I don't have it here in my notes. Right I'm, your, I'm your backup, man. I'm your backup. I got you. I got your back. <laughs> hey, you said it once. You did it correctly the first and time. I was just looking at here. So, I'm like, okay, I, I, I see. The column was cut off. I was like, where is it? I was like, I know there's something. Okay. I was just, okay. We'll just cut that out. Oh, you think I'm going to cut that out? I'm leaving that in because I caught your mistake. <laughs> you jerk. Um <laughs> Okay, Brett, let's start off with our co-op goal. What was our co-op goal last month? Well, sir, our co-op goal, we had two weeks left, and we thought, well, things hadn't been going super well for either of us. You'd have been back from vacation, I'd been stressed out, and we needed some good momentum. And one of the great things about this podcast is we have each other to hold each other accountable, but it's only once a month. So our co-op goal was to text each other every day and check in on our eating and exercising. And we and did we did it. well. Yeah, we did it. We definitely did. And I think it was something that was really helpful. I think for me, the difference that it makes is if I'm not accountable to someone, it's easy to set a goal at the beginning of the month. And then as more and more time goes on, it's easy to kind of uh, get off track a little. Like maybe not for the entire month. But maybe instead of just having like that one cheat day and then getting back to it, it's easy to have one cheat day followed by another, followed by another type thing, and just to relax maybe a little more than I should. So this was really helpful for that. I don't know if you felt the same way, though. I felt the exact same way. And what, what happens to me is is time just flies, right? We're so busy as busy dads and and trying to do all the things. And yeah. And you know, it, it, when you text me every single day, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I got to get right back on this because in, in, in less than 24 hours, he's going to be texting me again. So it was super helpful. It did uh, help build some good momentum for me. And one of my favorite things was I was able to, uh, you know, celebrate some of the things you were doing and learn from some of the things you were doing. You would send me a screenshot of the food you were eating and it's always a good reminder of some good foods that are out there that I forget about that I might not have in my pantry. And, and when I see what you're eating, I, I make a little note on my shopping list and think, oh, I should add that. That's a great little snack to put in there. So, uh, so many good comes from just daily check-ins. And it was fun to, to chat with you about other things as well that would come up about your yard sales and how I was telling you about how my last week of school was going and, um, Good times. We, we, we usually text each day every uh, all the time anyway, but uh, we might miss a day here or there, but we are pretty strict this time every day. Yeah, yeah. And, and as far as the eating goes, you probably see on my end, I eat a lot of the same things. I, I kind of know what works for me, what I like. You know, I'm, I'm not really a super adventurous eater. I've gotten better over the years, but still like, you know, especially like breakfast, you'll see like the same three or four breakfasts over and over and over. You know, I try and like maybe swap them out a little bit here and there, but, but I definitely am a creature of habit. So two points to each of us for our co-op goals. Let's go over our side quests. You want to go first and go through your side quests? All right. Perfect, man. 
Thank you. I had a couple side quests here that I was able to achieve and about three I didn't achieve. Keep in mind, we only had two weeks, so I'm not going to beat myself up too much. My first one was I created a sticker chart for me and Janine to kind of have a little friendly competition and um, to check in with her as well as you on our exercise and eating goals. And I wanted to earn more stickers than her. And I'm not going to explain how the whole sticker chart works, but you know, me being an elementary principal, I make sticker charts. It's just what I do. It's a motivational thing. Anyway, I did beat Janine. And it sounds kind of mean, like your goal was to beat your wife. Well, no, that wasn't my goal. It was just, you know, trying to be, trying to just motivate each other. And even though I did earn more stickers than her, she um, shared something with me that made me happy that even though she didn't earn more stickers, she was still having some success. She said, you know what? I, my clothes are actually starting to fit a little better. And that made me super happy because it's not really about who wins or loses. You know, it's just about encouraging each other. And that's what it was about. So giving myself two points for that. And then the next thing I did was set up a basketball hoop for Ruby. We moved and we left our old basketball hoop at the old house because it was cemented into the ground. And the new one, I thought, oh, I'll just throw, you know, take me an hour. And I texted you. I said, hey, I'm working on my side quest. That's something we do from time to time. We'll, we'll text each other and say, check it out. I'm working on a side quest. And it's kind of a way to motivate each other to keep working on our goals. And you said, oh, I did, I did that a couple of months ago uh, for, for my kids. And it took me four hours. And my kind of red flags went up. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't have four hours. I, I have an hour. I set an hour aside to do this. So I was thinking, ah, Josh was probably, you know, just taking his time. I bet I could do this in an hour. Well, four hours later, almost to the dot, I texted you and I'm like, how did you know it was four hours and it was so painful and parts weren't going where they were supposed to go and my temper was flaring and, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I got it done and Ruby, my youngest who really likes basketball has been enjoying it. So I'm giving myself two points, although I wish I could give myself four, one for every hour because it was, those were four painful hours. And then my last three goals I didn't achieve, uh, but that's okay. I'm going to move some of these to the next month. I want to set up all my Legos. I haven't done all of them, but I did do one more right up here. If you're watching the video, I did my little Wally guy. He's one of my little favorites. If you've ever seen Wally made out of Legos, a really cool creation. Uh, but I have a bunch more that are still in boxes. I was hoping to get them all undone, so I didn't do that. And I was going to memorize a song on the piano to play at the um, talent show. And I didn't do that. And you know what else I didn't do? I didn't post the Peaches video on Fit Dad Game Dad YouTube. So I got to do that too. Yeah, you And do. I totally do. I promise I will do that. And then the last thing is the one I'm actually most embarrassed about because I was going to get our budget updated. And I didn't do that. And out of all of these goals that you don't accomplish, some of them you can just brush off. It's not a big deal. It's kind of a big deal if you don't do your budgeting. So finances might not be looking so good right now, but I wouldn't know because, you know, I'm just spending money without even looking where it's going. That always leads to trouble. So if I'm going to be down on myself, it's for that last goal. I got to gotta get better at that. Got to get the budgeting thing going. So I only earned four points, which um, unfortunately keeps me pretty far behind you still. I was hoping to catch up a little bit. Coming into this episode, I was two levels behind. So I'm hoping you didn't do as well. So how, how did you do? Well, okay. Um, I did okay, Brett. 
<laughs> I'll just say that. Um, the first Dang side it. quest I had, and this may sound kind of cheap just on the surface, but was to figure out a Mother's Day gift for my wife and my mom, which you, you'd think like, oh, yeah, easy. Of course, you're doing something for your wife and your mom for Mother's Day. However, we got back from vacation and then like, boom, it was Mother's Day. Um, so I, I was last month a little stressed about figuring that out. And I did kind of uh, kind of some non-traditional gifts. I mean, we got, you know, my kids and I made my wife breakfast in bed and she got roses and some chocolate. So all that kind of, you know, traditional stuff. But, um, but I feel like I've done a lot of the same things over and over, like getting her a gift certificate to um, get a massage or whatever. So this year, our ceiling fan in our bedroom wasn't uh, working right. So I went out and bought a ceiling fan and a, a smart ceiling fan and got it all installed. And that was her kind of untraditional Mother's Day gift. But she really, really liked that. Uh, so two points there. My next one was uh, to meal plan the last few weeks because coming back from vacation, I had gained weight and I had gotten out of the habit of eating well. And one of the easiest ways for me to eat better is if I'm intentional about it, if I know what I'm going to be eating for my meals and then I make, I intentionally make enough of, you know, my protein and veggies or whatever that I can then eat it the next day for lunch leftovers. And that seems to really help. And I did that. Um, so two points for that one as well. The next one was to prep all my games, uh, to sell. So last month I mentioned that I was, that I decided to sell off about half of my video game collection and it's a huge task. And the goal wasn't to sell everything or even to list everything, but it was to prep everything. And I did that. And actually a lot more, I spent hours upon hours upon hours these last two weeks uh prepping and listing ebay gives me i think 200 and well i know they do 250 free listings a month i surpassed that so in two weeks so in two weeks time i think i listed about 260 games and that's only on ebay i also list a whole bunch locally on like facebook marketplace so so that was a lot of work there were a lot of late nights where i was uh, up in the office working on that. Uh, so I felt like I surpassed on that one. The, uh, let's see, I have two more, the, this one, uh, do something for someone else. And what I had said was that I just kind of felt like I had gotten out of the habit of trying to, once again, being intentional, trying to be intentional about, uh, thinking about others and, and finding a way to, to help others. Um, I don't feel like I did really great on this. Um, so I'll talk about this a little bit more later, um, but I am giving myself one point because I, you know, I, I did a few little things, but I didn't really do anything um, up to my expectations. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I had planned or hoped to do something more than just like, you know, some piddly little thing. So um, well, one of the things you did, and sorry to interrupt, didn't wasn't piddly or little to me. You sent uh, a gift to my daughter for graduating, and that was to honestly totally unexpected, and it was so appreciated. You know, she did get a few gifts, but from family members. You know, no one outside of our family did anything for her. So, you are a, you have a kind heart and a very big heart, and I so and so 
you may think that one was piddly, and I know you're shooting for the moon because of how big your heart is. So I'm looking forward to seeing what other lives you're going to touch with this goal going forward. Well, I felt it was cheating because we would have, whether it was, you know, even if it wasn't a goal, we would have, you know, done something for Lucy. So, um, so I felt like it was a little bit cheap in that sense. So I gave myself one point there. Uh, my last one was one that you gave me as a goal, and that was to find a copy of Mario Kart Wii at yard sales. And it was funny because we record generally on Friday nights. Last month, we recorded on a Friday night. We got done probably at like, I don't know what it was, one in the morning or something like that. I got up at six in the morning, went out to yard sales, and the very first yard sale I went to, I found a copy of Mario Kart Wii. And it's a fairly common yes. game, but there's still no guarantees that you'll go out and find it. So that was really cool to go out to that first yard sale and, and snag it. Um, that did make me happy there. So, so that, those are my, yeah, those, those are my side quests. Um, so I think I did pretty well there with them. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what was your gaming goal. You, you did really well there. You earned, let's just real quick, two, four, six, eight, nine points to my four. And I misspoke a minute ago. Coming into this month, I was only one level behind. And with the amount of points you just earned, I think we're heading towards me being two levels behind again. So you did a great job. And our gaming goals, let's talk about that. Okay, um, mine I well, was super easy. I had been focusing so much on gaming the last two months that I have beaten four or five games in the last two months, which is pretty good for me. And so I felt like I needed to, if, 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 with only having two weeks left in the month, uh, I knew I wasn't going to really have time to set three meaningful goals for our main quest. And so uh, I decided that the gaming one should be the easiest one. So I might have cheated here a little bit. And my goal was simply to not start a new game. At the time we last recorded in May, I had been. I was playing Assassin's Creed 3, Hogwarts, Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, Super Smash Brothers, bouncing back and forth between all of those. Really didn't want to start a fifth game. And it was right before, or maybe even the day of, Tears of the Kingdom came out. I think we recorded that Friday. And yeah. I knew I was going to buy it. I knew it. And I found this deal where you could trade in two games and pick it up at GameStop for 20 bucks. So I found two games that I don't, really play or I don't really uh, you know have a nostalgia for didn't want to keep in my collection and picked up a copy of Tears of the King for $20 so my goal was simply Brett don't open it don't play it <laughs> I know you want to so I had the little devil and little angel on my shoulders and I'm happy to report that the angel prevailed and Tears of the Kingdom is still in the shrink wrap and it will be coming out soon because it's June and so I made it you know just the two weeks so Fear not all of you out there in listening land who are like, what? That's the worst goal ever. You should be playing that game right now. I will be playing it soon, but I earned my two points. What was your gaming goal? So my goal is pretty much the same, just a little bit of a different background, but my goal is not to start a new game. And the reason why, uh, kind of the same thing. I had too many games that I was playing and it just wasn't going to work out. Um, however, uh, I think it was last month. It might've been two months ago. Uh, two months ago, I had a side goal to a side quest to get Red Dead Redemption on the Steam Deck. And I talked about this, how I wasn't able to get it to work. I got frustrated. I sold my Steam Deck. It is gone. <laughs> uh, I instead got a, um, gosh, I can't even remember 
what the name of the little handheld streaming device is right now. Logitech G Cloud. Thank you, memory. Um, I got a Logitech G Cloud. <laughs> I just nice spaced job. it for. I was like, I got this little white tablet thingy. Um, but I got well, a Logitech. You know just, just real quick, real quick. Sorry to interrupt, but this is our second time recording the episode, and you did forget something in the last episode. You forgot what present you gave Steph for Mother's Day. Yeah. So, and you didn't remember it by the end of the episode. You had to go ask her so that you could talk about it in this episode. And now you almost forgot what a streaming device you did, but you remembered it. So actually, this is a little embarrassing, Josh, that your priorities are a little askew here. Your memory is better with gaming than it is with your what you bought your wife for Mother's Day. Yeah, my memory's not good. Yeah, my memory's not good with anything. Like, let's be clear on that. Like, <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a Monday morning team meeting for work and they'll, They'll always say like the typical like, oh, how was your weekend? And I'll be like, what the crap did I do yesterday and Saturday? Like, <laughs> right. I just, I, I, I don't hey, know. When, when they ask you tomorrow, you can say you spent half of your weekend recording a podcast. Yeah. And then see, see their eyes, their eyes get all big. Like what now? I, I, I don't know if that's even a, a territory I want to go into. That's going to raise a lot of questions. Um, Anyways, uh, if I can remember where we're okay, so the Logitech G Cloud. I started uh, when I got the Logitech G Cloud. I really wanted to see if it would stream Red Dead. I mean, that that was why I sold my Steam Deck because I got so frustrated. And I told myself I was just going to play a little bit of Red Dead just to kind of like say like, "Yep, it does," and then come back to it later because Tears of the Kingdom was coming out, and I had a bunch of other games like. I still haven't even gotten Resident Evil 4, which is one of the remake, which is one of my all time favorite games. It's it's killing me. Um, I see our friend on Twitter, Nagachaka. He's uh, constantly posting about it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. How have I not played this? Um, anyways, so I got into Red Dead and I'm totally hooked again. Mm-hmm. So my goal was nice. I just wanted to focus on Red Dead. Um, I didn't want to play 15, 20 hours of it and then put it down. And so I've been playing a ton of it. I think I'm only a third of the way through the game, but I think I've played about 40 hours in a couple weeks, which for me is unheard of. I just normally don't have that time, but I've been playing every single night for a couple hours and doing a bunch of side missions that I've never done before and a bunch of ones that I have done before, but it's just, it's, it's my all time favorite game. So just having a blast there. So that was my gaming goal, just like yours, was not to start a new game, just to focus on what I'm already playing. Let's uh, let's get into... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I just want to say that was super impressive that you've played it for 40 hours on top of a full-time job, taking care of your kids, and how many things you've been listing on eBay. And we talked before the show that the time you spent listing all that stuff on eBay really is a, a full-time job or a second job. So super impressive you fit in 40 hours of gaming as well. Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. When, when people, when people get upset at people that resell, cause I do resell, I don't scalp. I don't take the new stuff off the store shelves, but, but when people get upset about reselling, I'm like, man, this is, this is a lot of work. Like, yeah, I'm buying something cheap and then I'm making money off of it, but I am spending out, you know, cleaning, resurfacing, taking pictures, uh, you know, wrapping them up, shipping them out, all that kind of stuff. It takes time, uh, especially when you're dealing with a lot of games. So um, yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of work there, but let's, let's change gears and let's talk about what our fitness goals were for the last month. Do you want to go first? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was coming off a bad month of only exercising 13 times. And the previous three months, I had had exercise 16 times, 19 times, 19 times. I think one of those months, my goal was to get to 20. And that's still in the back of my mind. want to get there. But I needed to do better than 13. 13 was pathetic. So I said, let's let's get to 18. I think at the time I had 10 exercise 10 times. We had two weeks left, and I thought, I need eight more. Um, or, yeah, is that what my goal was, 18? Um, anyway, I got to 19. So I did one more than my goal. So definitely nice. two points here. I'm in a good groove with exercise right now. Um, really enjoying this new app I found called the Shred app. It's high-intensity interval training and man are they kicking my butt in such a good way though i'm feeling more flexible i'm feeling uh uh, like i have a more endurance more energy and a more whole body approach versus what i'd been doing before just isolated muscle groups this is kind of working head to toe and uh thoroughly enjoying it well (laughs) i'm enjoying the results i'm not enjoying the exercises because they're they are brutal and I get nauseous and I'm exhausted and, um, but I'm super happy. I went from 13 to 19. How was your fitness? Well, congrats to you. Cause first off you're saying like 13, like it's a bad thing. 13 is not bad. And no, 19 no, I was saying in yeah. comparison to the first three months, True. it's quite a big drop. True. But 19 on the last month of school with how busy things are for you, that that's awesome. So you definitely deserve those two points and more. So congrats. Uh, my eating goal uh, was to... Uh, fitness goal. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, my fitness goal. fitness goal. Thank you. My fitness goal was to exercise twice the first week and then to ramp it up to three times the remaining like week and a half or two weeks or whatever it was. Uh, I did accomplish that. Uh, that, that first week I, I actually, I actually got in three times, uh, each of them. So I felt good about that. I'm not doing anything too crazy intensive, just lots of, um, long walks with the dog. I told you that I had busted up my heel last month. And so I was trying not to be too intense with anything, but I've actually really enjoyed the walks and, and it's been great exercise. So, so yeah, I did accomplish my fitness goal. Um, but let's let's jump down to the eating goal, Brett. How did you do on your eating goal, and what was it? Eating goal. Okay, so I got some great feedback from Mr. Ed Placencia, who we already mentioned once in this show. And I had said in the last episode I'd been drinking way too much soda, kind of how you were referring to the last month of school is a little crazy for me. Soda was kind of helping me get through it. But I knew in June things were going to settle down, and it would be a great month to have less soda. And Ed really encouraged me. He's like, you can do it, man. You know, diet sodas are so unhealthy for you. This is a great goal for you. And so I was feeling really super motivated by his support. And my goal was to kind of wean down, you know, so that when June comes, I could be more strict with totally trying to avoid soda. And I had been averaging between 40 and 80 ounces a day of soda. And I wanted to do no more than 12 ounces. And I'm happy to report that the last 10 days of May, that was my goal, just the last 10 days to drink no more than 12 ounces of soda. I was able to do that. In fact, I started out the first five days with these little mini, you seen the little mini sodas. I think they're like 7.5 ounces. Yeah. A bunch of those left over in the fridge of Coke Zero. They were great. 
those are great. If you're just trying to get off soda, that just gives you, and you just need a little something while you're, you know, your body's trying to adjust. Those are great because they're just teeny tiny, recyclable. I'm not endorsing soda drinking, but I'm saying it's kind of like the nicotine patch for soda right. drinkers because it was just a small yeah, you don't, thing. You don't want to go cold turkey. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That would be that would be rough. And um, I'm happy to say, last time I tried this uh, to to not drink soda, I only made it three days. So today is my is the third day of June, right? June third. Oh no, it's June fourth. Oh yep. my goodness, I I made it three days. I'm working on my fourth day right now. So I've made it further than I did last time with no soda. So I got the water right here, and I'm on the right path with my eating. Thank you, Josh, and thank you, Ed. And yeah, let's let's talk about your eating goal now. Well, I drink okay, water. So my goal was to be consistent and under calories the last ten days before the podcast, and I had counted up and before we recorded the first time, which is what I'm going to count because I know we're recording two days later. I so basically the goal was to be kind of back on track for me, which is to be under calories eighty percent of the time. I think I had counted that I was under 70%. So I'm giving myself one point. I didn't quite reach it. I was close, um, but the Memorial Day weekend derailed that. I didn't do very well there. Uh, if if we were counting today, I would have got it. So I do feel good about it. I'm not going to beat myself up about, up about it. I'm doing well there um, and you know, still losing weight that I'd put on on vacation. So Definitely feeling good about things. Definitely feeling like we're back on track. Last last month when we recorded, that was kind of the, the overall theme of our goals was to get back on track. We felt like we had kind of gotten derailed in May and so, or I guess in April. So I'm happy to to say that, yeah, things are, things are looking up and yeah, one point there, but definitely feeling good about it. I love it. We don't want to beat ourselves up for sure and just... That's, that's the key is you're going to have ups and downs all the time, building some positive momentum, even if it's just little baby steps. And you, you did great, man. I'm looking at our points right now for May, and you, you earned a total of 16 points. I earned a total of 12. So that actually puts you back up ahead two levels. You're at level 13 right now. I'm at level 11 I don't want to fall three levels behind. That's two levels is, is I can catch up. I did. I was two levels behind in April. I caught up in May. Now I'm two levels behind again. So I got, I got to catch up here. I can't fall three levels behind. So I have one more chance to earn points today, Josh. And that's with the mini game. And, and here's what's going to happen. And I know you're going to announce the mini game here in just a minute, but if I win the mini game, that will bump, that will give me the last two points I need to get to level 12. And here's what's really sad. Um, it's every five points we level up. You're sitting at 68 points. I'm sitting at 58. So if I get my two, I'm up to 60, which is level 12. If you get the two from the mini game, you're up to 70, and that's level 14. That would put me three levels behind. So there's a, a lot at stake with the mini game. And in full disclosure, I lost the mini game yeah, last you did. Friday when we recorded. Now we debated. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but but uh, second chances are a beautiful thing, okay? Because what we decided to do is play the same game, 
Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil it too much, but we're going to, we're going to mix up the questions. I'll, I'll let you explain all that in just a minute, but uh, there's still a chance. It's kind of like Dumb and Dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. But this, anyway, great this job. Is, this is definitely new life for you because I, oh. I kicked your butt in the, in the, in the, in the podcast that has now gone to the ether. Uh, but let's, <laughs> let's lighten the mood and let's get into the mini game. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of the podcast going to the ether, I've saved that podcast. I'm thinking maybe it's kind of like Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan, the lost levels. Someday lost we levels. might release that the lost podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in an archive folder somewhere, and maybe for a one year anniversary, we'll release some snippets of the lost podcast. But I'm totally feeling like I've got my you know we'll stick with the Mario theme. I've got my green. One up mushroom. I've got one more life in me. So tell us about this game because I am pumped. Okay, so tonight's mini game is called My World versus Your World. So each of us are tasked with getting three questions for the other person related to something that is uh, that ties to each of us. So, for example, uh, for my world. I'm going to ask you questions about some video game values, some common games that I will find while out at yard sales or looking at classified ads. And I'm, I'm going to make this a little bit easier because I think if, if the first time was a practice round, I, I told you you had to be within 20%. I'm going to say 30%. I'm going to lighten it just a little bit, give you a little more of a buffer. Okay. So wow. you need to be within 30% of the value of the game. All the games are are complete inbox. They're not loose games. And the values come off pricecharting.com, which takes an average of eBay and Amazon sales to give, uh, to give an estimated value of what that game is currently going for. So that's the questions I'm going to be asking you, Brett, what type of questions are you going to be asking me? What's your world? So my world is when I'm not playing video games and I'm looking for to develop some other um, hobbies uh, is music. And I have participated, I mentioned going to Banff when I was in high school, that was with a performing orchestra, or orchestra, <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> um, and we, I played the French horn, I also played the piano. So we performed a lot of classical music, a lot of fun. And one thing I love about classical music is there, there's a lot of orchestral music in video games. And if you've ever studied or performed classical orchestral music, um, you'll see a lot of the uh, similarities in, or, or at least uh, you'll see that the composers of video game music are familiar with the different styles and genres of classical music and, and uh, clearly have studied that and incorporate that into gaming. And there's some incredibly talented composers that have created some beautiful music and video games. And I, I just love the sound of a full, you know, 100 musicians playing at the same time in unison and in harmony. And in a video game in particular, it can really, you know, just grab you at the right moment and, and pull out some emotions that you didn't know were there. And so what I decided to do, Josh, is to test your classical music knowledge. Now, Last time I thought I picked some easy songs. You did get one right, 
I'm going with, like you, I'm being a little more lenient this time. I'm, I'm picking a, a little easier, what I think are even easier songs. And what I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to play a little snippet from them. Are I they Foo Fighters songs? Because <laughs> that might be my only hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if the Foo Fighters have ever taken any classical motifs and put them into the music, but there's quite a few, especially hip-hop artists. Metallica s and Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't okay. Know. We'll just, see. Just, we'll wait and see. I'm not, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. Um, and music ha- uh, historians have created these loose categories where different styles of music have changed throughout history. And there's been, you know, a major change in the structure of the music. And they've given these different eras names. And I would like you to identify what era this particular piece of music is coming from. And I'm going to give you the name of the composer. I'm going to give you the name of the song, play a little bit of it. And for our, our audience and for you, Josh, I need you to tell me if it was from the medieval times, which is 1150 to 1400, or from the Renaissance, which is 1400 to 1600, or Baroque from 1600 to 1750. And then we get into the more um, recognizable eras classical music um from 1750 to 1830 early romantic 1830 to 1860 late romantic 1860 to 1920 and then 20th century music is anything from 1920s on and these categories are very distinct the music really changes dramatically between these periods and the more familiar you become with them with them the more you can quickly recognize what era a piece of music is from so with that well, said, would you like to go first, or have you yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. But I'll I'll say this: um, we spoke a few minutes ago about how I forget things. When when we first talked about when I first introduced this mini game to me, you texted me a list of these periods and said like write these down, save them somewhere. And then when we recorded a couple days ago, I totally forgot. I'm like Brett, remind me what the categories are. Well, guess what. I still didn't write them down. So you're going to have to remind me as we go again. Um, <laughs> that, that's okay. I'll, hey, I'll do the same thing since you're giving me 30%. Let's see. I've got um, six categories here. I will narrow it down to three. I'll tell you that this this piece of music is one of these three. Okay. We'll see how lucky I am at guessing. Okay. So last time, just for a little behind the scenes, the games that I gave you, and I'm not going to go over in detail, but I gave you Wii Sports, which is a really common one I come up or find a lot. Mario Kart Double Dash, which was a valuable one. And then do you remember what the third one was? Because I, Oh, it was Halo 2. Halo 2. Which was a low dollar because it was a common one. So I had to find three different games. And the first one that I'm giving to you is Red Dead Redemption 2 because I love Ooh. it. Um, so this is Red Dead Redemption 2 for the PlayStation 4 and the I actually need to change this to complete inbox. There we go. Sorry, the all I had was loose. Now, is I'm this, like, nope. This is used. Uh, this is used. This is not new. These are all complete in box, meaning that if you were to buy it off me on eBay, when you would receive it, you would get it with the case and the manual. If it has manual, some of the new games don't, um, and the disc or cartridge or whatever as well. You wouldn't be. Um, just getting the disc. So this is Red Dead Redemption 2 on the PlayStation 4. What's your okay. guess on the value? Well, um, 
when you text me pictures of things you pick up at yard sales, oftentimes you'll tell me the price. And I've learned similar to my game, there's there's categories. There's the most recent generation of games, which would be the PS4. And those values tend to be really low because people are trying to get rid of those and get the newest one. So we're in that category. We're in that. But Red Dead is a pretty popular game. And I've seen it on sale new occasionally for 20 bucks, but most of the time I see it listed for about 50 new. I don't think it's going to be less than 20 used because it doesn't go on sale very often. So I'm going to think if someone's going to buy this, it's probably going to be around that sell price used, which is around 20 bucks. Final answer. That's a good answer. Um, you're not quite there. You're pretty close. It was 15 uh, so ah, you're five dollars okay. off. You're not quite within thirty percent. You're really close, though. Um, dang, dang. Okay. 15. So yeah, f- fifteen dollars uh, is the going rate for it as well. Which a lot of times that includes shipping too. So you'd probably pay like ten, eleven bucks, and then shipping. So um, yeah, you were right though in thinking that PlayStation Four, since it is something everyone's getting rid of, would be low dollar games. So. You were close. You, I liked your train of thought. Dang it. Dang it. Okay. Okay. I was close. That's that's better than I did last time. So it's okay if I missed the first one. I've got two more chances. All right. For you, my friend, I'm going to start with a piece of music that inspired John Williams when writing Star Wars. And this is a piece of music that every time I play it for someone, they immediately go, that's Star Wars. And or they're ripping off Star Wars. And I definitely want to point out that this was written before Star Wars. So you can you can have that. Uh, it, so John uh, Williams ripped off this song is what you're saying. John Williams. Uh, I don't want to say ripped off because John Williams. Are you calling John fun. Williams a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> is is no, that basically what you're telling me? That's that's blasphemy. He's one of the most uh, talented and incredible composers of all time. And if not the greatest of this generation. So no, no, no. But, you know, no one really, no artist will ever say they come up with something completely original. You know, they're always right. taking from from the past. So that's okay. That's okay. They're, they're still great artists. So I might have to fast forward here just a minute. I'm going to start this at the Kind of like Vanilla mark. Ice stealing, uh, what was it, Under Pressure? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. I mean, j- yeah. Just like that, right? Ice Ice Baby? Yeah. <laughs> Not quite the same. Oh, okay. But, uh, Will, <laughs> these analogies you have that you're trying to make with classic music, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you're, you're, you're way out of your league here. Just, just listen to this. Here, it's beautiful. Building. Wait for it. Here's the main theme. Sounds a little bit like the Imperial March, maybe. Now, one thing I got to mention about this particular piece of music is um, it was written by Gustav Holst. It's called The Planets. And he wrote a different song for each of the planets. So there's one for Mercury and Venus and Mars and and Jupiter. And this one's Mars and it's called the bringer of war. So you could kind of hear that, that beat as if uh, people were going off to war. In fact, what it reminds me of, I watched the gladiator recently and it actually sounds more like the gladiator music than it does 
Star Wars to me. But See, all, all I heard was Star Wars, and all, all I'm thinking is even though Brett's like, John Williams did rip, I'm like, hmm, this is suspect. This is awfully close to Star Wars. Um, so now you're making me question everything I know in life. So, yeah, so let me give you three different periods, okay? Okay. It's definitely more modern, okay? Definitely more modern. And uh, But we got the early Romantic, which is 1830 to 1860, late Romantic, 1860 to 1920, and then 20th century anything from 1920 on um i'm gonna go with late romantic i think it sounds like it wouldn't have been that far off yeah that is a a good guess you're right on and it's so close to 20th century i was hoping i could get you to sneak this one into the 20th century that was the other place i was leaning yeah yeah it's right there on the on the border like if 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 I could somehow quantify this based on thirty percent, you would have been within the thirty percent. Well, what year did Star 19... Wars come out? Because I'm wondering if this came out like a year or two before, maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. This is nine. Uh, this was eighteen. I think sixteen. Uh, sorry, nineteen sixteen. Okay. And the the modern era starts in nineteen twenty. So right there, we're, we're going to put it in late romantic. You got it. One point for you. Nice. Oh man, I'm already I'm already worried we're going to have the same outcome as last Friday. But well, go ahead and let's, give me your next. Let's question. see. I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that maybe this next one will be one that you can get. Um, so this one is NCAA football 14 on the Xbox 360. Now, Brett, do you know anything about NCAA football 14? Okay. I don't, I know that's close to the time when it was the last, it was either 14, 15 or 13 that it was the last time. um, I I guess it was EA maybe that was making the games could license the likeness of college athletes. Yes. So this or is that, is that the this, year? this this is the very last NCAA football game you can get. That is a hint in in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to yeah. play the latest and greatest NCAA football, it would be NCAA football fourteen until I think next year. Next year they they're supposed to be coming out with a new one, at which point the value of any previous NCAA football games will plummet. Um, but as of right now, this is the latest and greatest. I remember you telling me once that these were so rare that people were starting to pay. Like they had, it had priced people out, some people out, and they were starting to pay as much as they used to pay for 14 for 13 for the second to last one. And I think it was, it was $100 at the time for the 14. And now 13 is around $100. And I, I'm guessing that this is like doubled in price because it's become even more rare. So I'm going in the $200 range, but I don't want to say right at 200 because I think I'll be a little off. So I'm going to say 180 Hmm. You know, when you started talking about $100, it's like, oh, he's going to get one. It is $93.99. Really? Oh, yeah. That's now what 13 was going for, and these ones thir- are like double the 13 cost. got up to about 40, 50 bucks. I want to last I checked, which has been a little while. Last I checked, it's down to like 20 or 30. Um, but NCA 14 is, yeah, just under the $100 mark. Now, 
it tends to spike up when football season starts. And I've seen it, I've seen it go as high as like 150, 160. Um, I don't know if it'll spike up this year or not. If people will know that, Hey, one more year and, um, and the new one will be out. Once a new one comes out, this thing's going to be like 10 bucks. Um, if not dollar bin, so if you have one. Now's the time to sell it. Yeah. Oh, I, I sold mine. Just I sold mine knowing that, you know, I can wait a year and I'd rather get the money than have this thing be worthless. But yeah, you, you, you were on the right track and I wanted Dang to it. stop you right Dang there. It. Oh, um, yes. yeah. Nine, well, 93.99. That's a common theme. I talk too much. Just next time. Tell me to shut up. And that applies to the whole episode. Okay. Just be like, you get, when you said a hundred, you got it. <laughs> yes, yes. Just stop me right there. All right, sir. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to trick you on this one. Now this particular recording, I'm not a huge fan of because it's a little slower than I usually hear this song. I'm going to start it from the beginning. It might go a little longer than I'd normally like, but I want to get to the part that you'd recognize the most. Um, the particular, this is played on an organ. It's a composition by Johann Sebastian Bach. Very, very famous. You'll recognize it. Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Here you go. So everyone recognizes that. Yeah, see, there's a delay. I'm like, come on, organist. He's taking these big pauses between. Play already. This is the only free version I can find, though. But I want to get to my favorite part, where he plays like all of these chords and holds it down, and the organ is just vibrating like crazy. Here it comes. Right here. And if you've ever heard that performed live in a church or a cathedral, it's just shaking because the um, organ makes its sound by literally sending air through these giant pipes and they're just vibrating violently. They're huge. They're, you know, 10 inches in diameter and they're just shaking the whole building. It's, it's quite the experience to um, see that performed live. So here are your three choices, my friend. Johann Sebastian Bach. Was this from the Renaissance, which is the 1400s to 1600s? Baroque, 16 to 1715 or classical 1715 to 1830. I, I definitely know the song. I can't say that I know when this was. And it's a song that we play every Halloween um, yeah. for the kids, for the trick-or-treaters. Um, I am going to say if it's not Baroque, don't fix it. So I'm going to say Baroque. Your wife must be subliminally teaching you these things. Because yes, you are right. <laughs> yes. You say you don't know these things. I just guess, 100% Brad. correct. Baroque. Baroque I just guess. So game's over. I can't win. You've got two points. There's only one more question left for me, and I haven't earned any points. So congratulations. But let's finish out the quiz just for fun. Okay, so just for funsies, uh, the last one I had was New Super Mario Brothers Wii, a very uh, kind of a common one in the sense that it's one that I find a lot, that there were a lot of sold copies of this, but it's also one that people still like and bundles very well with uh, a Wii system. If you have it, a lot of people ask, like, hey, do you have the Mario game? 
Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. Uh, now I guessed twenty dollars earlier, and it was fifteen. I feel like if I guess fifteen, I'm going to be too low. But I really don't think it's that much more than twenty dollars. I need to get one right. Didn't I get one right last Friday? Um, I don't know. I, don't think know, I, that, I don't know that you did. Did you? Okay, so this will be a this will, even though I've already lost this game, it'll be a win for me if I can at least get one question right. Because so far, if you count the three questions from Friday and the two from today, I'm over five. Please, Brett. Please, can can this please just be worth around twenty five dollars? Please, twenty five. Final answer. <sighs> Hey, twenty six ninety five. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Even though I lost the game, I, I can't tell you how good I feel right now for at least getting which, one right. Which is interesting that it came up that high because for me, it's one that hovers between 15 and 20. Um, and maybe it's just gone up over the last little bit. Uh, but if I were to sell it at 20 and then with shipping, it'd be like 25. So yeah, like that's that's probably about right. Um, but one that I, I, I wanted to throw in one that I find a lot since we already did Wii Sports before, and that's probably the next most common one is New Super Mario Brothers Wii. So yeah, good job. Nice. Oh, thank you. Monkey off my back for sure. Okay, well, the last one I picked for you, my friend, you are, a, as we were saying earlier, um, I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but uh, it kind of alluded to the fact that you, you love a good burger. Um, and... This particular song was featured in, I don't remember the organization, but it was like the uh, United States beef, U.S. beef industry back in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. It's what's for dinner. Yes. Yes. Do you remember that commercial? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. This music was in that commercial. Now, where is this music from? Do, 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 from do. Is, it, is that the That's song? <laughs> I love <laughs> <It's> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a jingle that is not classical music i know the beef commercial I know. I know i know the beef the beef commercial is from a ballet and uh funny story here i took i don't know if you remember me telling this but i took my entire school to the ballet this year and they just so happened to be performing this particular ballet it was so fun i had so many kids obviously who had never been to a ballet before i mean there's a lot of adults who have never been to a ballet and i took 400 kids to see this ballet it was really entertaining, really bright colored costumes, really fun music, great dancing. And it was written by a man named Aaron Copeland. And the name of this ballet is Rodeo, which is funny because it's spelled like rodeo. And it's themed about, it has a cowboy theme, kind of like a Red Dead Redemption type theme. It's, it's, it's about cowboys. And so why the heck do we pronounce it Rodeo and not Rodeo? Well, that's the snobby classical musician coming out, in my opinion. I don't know if there's oh, any actual yes. resources behind this. But, of course, we can't call it a rodeo. It has to be a rodeo. rodeo. Anyway, um, hmm. <laughs> there, were, there were different songs, and this song is called The Hoedown. And it's all about beef. It's what's for dinner. Oh, I'm going to scoot forward just a little bit. I recognize bit this, yeah. Part. I know you know the, the beginning, but let me get to the really, really famous part here. All right, we'll start right here. It's a fun one. Yeah. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Anyway, this is one I like to keep playing because it's so fun. But that's 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 the rodeo ballet. 
Now, your choice okay. is here, my friend. I'm going to give you the same choices I did for the planets, because it was written in one of those three. Early Romantic, Late Romantic, or 20th Century. Do you want the years again, or you got it? No, I'm going to... It sounds modern, but maybe it's just because I know it from those commercials. But I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm just going to say 20th Century. I think you got all three of these right, my friend. Yes, this is the 20th Century. Uh, brilliant job. I'm proud of you. Seriously, though, I'm... I'm, I'm if I was going to lose this game, I, I, I want to lose in this fashion by, by uh, sharing my world with someone else who it's not their world, but they still can appreciate it. Well, Brett, you're proud of me, and I'm, to be honest, a little disappointed in you. Not for the reason you're going to think, though. <laughs> not for the okay. reason you're going to think. You're going to think, oh, I didn't do very well. Here's why. Yeah. When we previously okay, recorded, you played yeah. the Macho Man's uh, entrance music as one of the songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and oh, I still have it queued up. The, the graduation, cert, whatever, Pomp and Circumstance, right? Yeah. Oh, see, you remember um, it. Good memory. I was hoping you would have snuck in another classical song that was a re- wrestler's theme. I don't know what else it would have been, but but I loved that. And so I was like, I know you can't play the same one again because that would have been cheating. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hoping you well, would have snuck I didn't one know in there. that. I didn't know that that this song here that I'm about to play that I did last Friday was Macho Man's walk-in music, but here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I don't think I even could have found another classical music that was used in wrestling had I done a little more research. But The only one I can think of, and I don't know if this is classical music or not, but Ric Flair, the nature boy, used to come out to, uh, was it the Space Odyssey theme? Oh, um, yes. Also, Sprach Zarathustra by uh, v- uh, Richard Wagner. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a that was, good that was, oh, that was, that was a Nature Boy Ric Flair, so there you go. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, that well, was gonna, fun. That's going to be a side, mission, a side mission of mine in the future is to do some research and find out all the classical music that was used in wrestling over the years. I'm, I'm yeah, it was probably, you'd probably have to look at like eighties and nineties wrestling. Cause once they got into the attitude era, they kind of went away from classical music and it was more, you know, attitude era, like hard rock rap type stuff. But, yeah. uh, but anyways, uh, okay. Cool. That was fun. It was fun to kick your butt for a second time. <laughs> um, but let's, uh, let's have you scoot over, make some room for me, and let's uh, hop on the couch together and get into our co-op time. Okay, so Brett, so last month we talked about already our couch co-op goal was to text each other daily and we felt like that was something that was uh, good for both of us. And we only did it for a couple weeks because we had the short month. Um, and since we're not very creative, uh, we decided together that since we enjoyed this, that we're just going to continue this on for one more month. What are your thoughts about that? I would absolutely love that. It was so helpful and once you got the momentum, you don't want to stop. Let's keep that momentum going. June is going to be, for me, the perfect month to really take that momentum and build habits. 
and because I don't have the stress, I have more time to text you. A lot of times you would text me in the morning and I wouldn't be able to text you until later in the day because I'd be at work and super busy. And so um, I'll be able to text you back more quickly this time. So I'm super looking forward to this. I think this is a great couch co-op goal. Um, we don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? Um, we're not super creative guys. And I like this. Uh, is there any um, advantage that you see in repeating this goal in June? Yeah, for sure. Just a lot of what you said, building momentum. Um, you know, I think we've done a really good job with the co-op goals of kind of having diverse goals. Like sometimes it's an actual, like, let's couch co-op a game. Let's online play a game. Sometimes it's been like, let's do something with each of our spouses, but both do the same thing. Like we did the go on walks with your spouse type thing. Uh, so I, I like this and I, I know it's not something new, but it really is going to help us to have a really successful June. So I am really excited about this. You know, next month we'll figure out something different, whether it's gaming related or whatnot. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, I'm really happy to do this one for a second time. I think it'll be just really good in, in building habits and, and continuing in those habits. Yeah, yeah. Now, I have something I want to say about the couch co-op goal. And you mentioned that sometimes we play an online game, too. There really is two different types of co-op. You've got your couch co-op, which you're playing from the same in the same room, which is how we grew up with co-op. Right. And then you've got your online co-op, your online play. And this is something we can edit out if you don't want. But you and I had both mentioned that we wanted to uh, maybe play around with getting some of our listeners to participate. And I was just kind of thinking, you know, a, a co-op, the section of our podcast would be a great place to throw out to our online community to play along. And, you know, you and me are doing the couch version because we're in the same room, so to speak, metaphorical room here. But we got our online people. Maybe they could um, sh give us, uh, you know, shout out some of their goals or some of their uh, struggles or some of their uh, accomplishments in terms of fitness and eating and gaming. We can just give some shout outs to them at this time as they participate and play along with us during the co-op section. So uh, what do you think of doing something like that for next month? Yeah, I actually really like that. And I'd mentioned in a previous episode that we were going to reach out and we, we have to a, a couple people over Twitter and just kind of simply just said, Hey, how's, how are your goals going? What are you doing? How's it coming along type thing? But yeah, I really like this because it, it makes a big difference to me when someone says like, Hey, great job on this, that, or the other, or Hey, how's this type of thing going? And I've had a few people, um, reach out and, and whenever I get those messages, it really does mean a lot. And, and especially if you're like struggling, right? Like if you're not doing well, you're like, well, crap, I don't want to let anyone down. Um, so yeah, I really like this. We'll have to, we'll have to do that for sure. All right. All right. So Josh and I will figure that out and maybe on the next episode you can uh, participate in the co-op. So be looking for that on the socials. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that, uh, offline, Josh. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to our, our go-op, our co-op goal together. And actually, I'm already starting to look forward to July, too, because I think we need to get back to some ga some actual gaming co-op. You and I, we haven't gamed yeah. online in a while. That would yeah, be super for fun sure. this summer. Okay. Well, that's our co-op goal. So now let's, uh, let's start the grind and let's dive into our side quests. 
okay, Brett, let's uh, let's get through these quickly. I'm going to go through and, and tell you my side quests, and then you can go through and uh, tell me yours. Uh, so I had already mentioned this before, but I didn't feel like I really did a great job with this. So I am putting the pressure on myself again to do something nice for someone else. So I'm, I've already tried to like start and think like, hey, who, who can I do something for? Um, I don't know that I have the answer yet, but that's something that's going to be a focus of mine this month is to uh, try and do something, you know, and it doesn't have to be anything large, but just try and do something for someone else. Uh, and you, can I interrupt you real quick here because no, you can't. Sorry, I love that you. I love that you do this goal or any of your goals sometimes because they inspire me, and 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 kind of what we were hoping for, and, and obviously not anticipating or necessarily worrying that it would happen. But we were hoping some of our listeners would feel a little inspired to you know make some changes or make some goals in their own life. And one thing I did yesterday after our podcast on Friday is when I woke up in the morning, someone on our neighborhood Facebook group had asked for some help with their ring doorbell. And this is something normally I wouldn't do. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back by any means. But I replied and said, hey, I could come take a look at it for you. And I went over there. It turns out it's a lady whose husband is deployed right now and just really doesn't know anything about electronics or anything. And I was able to you know, troubleshoot it with her and kind of diagnose the problem. We didn't quite get it fixed, but we kind of have a game plan. And I'm going to follow up with her and hopefully get it fixed. But I totally did that because of you. You inspired me. So I just wanted to give you a big shout out for that. That's awesome. I love to hear that. That's really great. Um, yeah. And you'll have, you'll have to follow up and let us know uh, if you're able to get it working or not. So the next side quest I had was to finish tearing out the swing set in my yard. So on Memorial Day, I decided to rip it out. Uh, it had started to have a little bit of a tilt to it, and I didn't feel great about the kids playing on something that was starting to get a little wobbly. And this is this is a swing set the previous owners put in. I don't know when they put it in, but we've been in our house um, over 10 years now. So it it had aged and uh, my oldest son, Andrew and I went and took hammers and saws and, and just ripped the thing apart. But we have a big pile now in the backyard of, uh, of wood that's sharp and splintery. And, and so I need to get that cleared out. So that is one of my side quests. The next one, and this is more gaming related is to reorganize my game shelves. And this was inspired by you because I mentioned, I mentioned that I had, or that I'm in the process of selling off half of my games, really stuff that I'm not nostalgic for, or just, you know, stuff that I just started collecting um, instead of, you know, stuff that I really, really wanted to play. So the stuff that I've kept is stuff that I have either played before or still am, you know, planning on playing, really looking forward to playing. And I used to have four shelves behind me. I now fit everything into two. And so I have I have one shelf I just got rid of completely. That was the one that used to have my uh, cartridge games. Um, but now I have this third shelf. And I remember I texted you a picture of everything on the two shelves. And and in that in the the shot of the picture was the one empty shelf. And you said, like, hey, are you gonna get rid of that third shelf or are you gonna kind of spread it all out? And originally I'd planned like just getting rid of it. Like just, you know, fitting everything on these two and calling it good. Um, but then I thought, like, it's a little crammed. So my goal is to reorganize 
the game shelves. Um, make it look nice and pretty. Won't look as nice as yours, but uh, but to try and you know, I might have to reach out <laughs> oh, to you oh, for some yeah. help because I I am not good at this type of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so funny then, you said that because I I'm inspired by your game shelf. In fact, you had some some things on your shelf that light up, and I was kind of <laughs> wanting to get something from my shelf that lights up because I really like the way it looks. So uh, I definitely don't think I'm an expert at this, but uh, happy to help if I can. Okay. My next one, my next goal is we talked about that I tracked down Mario Kart Wii for you. So my goal is to get it to you this month um, just because I don't like to hold on to things forever. And yeah, so whether that's whether that's mailing it to you, meeting you up somewhere, going to your house, whatever it is. I, I know we don't live uh, necessarily super close together. We're about an hour away. Um, but my goal is to get that to you this month. Um now let's see, going down the list, I also had a goal to list all my remaining consoles. And let me explain this quickly. So last month that goal was to prep all the things, all my games to sell. Uh, in the process of last month, I went to a yard sale, talked to a guy, asked him if he had games, cause I always ask. And he's like, well, I got a ton of stuff back at my place, but this is my, I think it was his girlfriend's place. And so I was like, cool, let me get your number and reach out to you. And, you know, a lot of times that doesn't pan out, but sometimes it does. I met up with him. I think it was later that night or the following night. I don't remember. I think it was later that night. Um, met up with him really late at night. And he had this huge bin full of mostly consoles. And there was a Sega Saturn. There was a PS1, a PS3, a couple GameCubes, a Super Nintendo, just a lot of consoles. And so now those are spread out all over my office. It's a big mess. So my goal is to get those all listed, maybe not sold, but all listed and in the process of selling them here in this next month. Uh, and my final goal is uh, I'm going down to Moab this weekend. I haven't been down there in a long time, probably eight or 10 years. So this Moab is Southern Utah where the arches are. And my goal why I'm down there for the three days is to only have one cheat day because anytime I'm on any sort of vacation, you're outside of your house, it's it's difficult to eat well, especially if you're eating out a lot. Uh, so we're going to be doing a lot of hiking. That'll help uh, to get those steps in. But the goal is to only have one cheat day while, while I'm down there so I don't get too far off track. So those are my side quests. Brett, what are yours? Well, um, I have seven side quests, and you just went over six. And I did want to mention two of your side quests. I'll just give you feedback on it real quick. One of my favorite sayings, I don't think I've shared it on the podcast, yes, is you can't outrun your fork. And so I'll, I love your goal with the one cheat day in Moab because, yeah, you're going to be doing a ton of hiking, but you could hike all day every day. And if you eat really crappy, all that hiking or running, you're never going to outrun what you put in your mouth. So that's, right. that's a little mantra I've always tried to tell myself. Now, and then the other thing I want to say is you have six goals, but you had originally only had five. And I went in to our little tracking sheet where we write our goals. And as I had mentioned, I was two levels behind you and then one level behind. And now I'm two levels behind you again. And this is what we had said from the beginning of our podcast is a great place to try and make up some ground. I... And behind and side quests are unlimited. You can do as many as you want. So I saw you did five. So I wrote seven. 
when we went in to record Friday, you had added two more, you little stinker. And so <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any chance here if you're going to keep adding more side quests. So you did me a solid. You cut it down to six. So if I do all of my side quests and you do all of yours, I'll at least close the gap a little bit. So I got to give you a big shout out for that. And with that being said, let me go through my side quests here. I'm hoping these are ones I can accomplish this month. The first two have to do with auditioning. My daughter, who we mentioned just graduated, the thing she loved to do in high school was be in theater. And something I loved to do back when I was in high school. And we've always wanted to be in a show together. And her favorite show of all times is called Into the Woods, which is a musical that they've turned into a movie. So some of you may have seen the movie starring James Corden and Emily Blunt. And a local community theater is doing it here. And uh, my daughter and I are going to prep and audition for that. And that's my goal, to get a song ready and get uh, and attend that audition. And so um, we're hoping we get cast, even if it's just some small part. It would be fun to do share that common experience together. Then my work in August is having a very large back-to-school um, conference. And we have close to 40,000 employees that attend this conference. And last year it was held in an arena where we have a minor league hockey team. Next year, it's a, or this year, sorry, it's at a big event center. And we hired someone last year to come out and speak to us to try and motivate us as teachers and administrators to have a good year. And the feedback, and it was the first time in our, uh, since I've worked there in the last decade that we've done something like this, that we've all gotten together in one location. We're usually too big, and we usually spread out between four different high schools. And it was really fun to see all the employees in one place. Well, a lot of those employees said, hey, you know what would be really fun is just we don't need to spend the money to hire someone. Let's just hear from some of our local people. And we're having, and, and of course, the really important people will be speaking, like the superintendent and the board members, but they have opened up five minutes, so just a very small portion of the overall program, for a teacher and an administrator to give a five-minute TED Talk. And the way these people will be chosen is based on an audition. And so I I don't know why I like to do these kinds of things. My wife thinks I'm crazy. She, she said she would run the other way, and here I'm running towards the fire, so to speak. But I just think it would be a really cool experience to stand in front of 40,000. I've never done anything like that. And because of my theater background that I mentioned ago, I'm, I'm not shy to do something like this. So I'm going to submit an, uh, an audition for this opportunity. And if I don't get it, that's fine. But I think if I did get it, uh, I might regret it. But it would be super fun. So I'm going to prepare my audition for my TED Talk. And then you had mentioned earlier that your wife is in Disneyland right now, and I'm heading to California next weekend. You're going to Moab. I'm going to California. And while I'm down there, I'm not going to Disneyland, but I'm going to go to Universal Studios instead, because as you all probably know, the new Super Mario World opened in Universal Studios. And because it's so new, um, I, I was thinking there's probably a lot of people who are like us, dads, and, and like video games that maybe want to go see what it's all about, but haven't had a chance yet. So I, I thought it'd be cool if I just made some short little videos there, kind of showing people what the rides look like, maybe giving my opinion on the rides, not that anyone cares about my opinion, uh, maybe showing some of the food they sell there and posting it on the Fit Dad Game Dag YouTube site. 
So that's one of my goals is to put together a little review of Super Mario World. Then this next one is an interesting one, and this is a PSA for all of you out there. I had mentioned I sold my Switch and bought the Zelda Switch. I did not download my save files because I thought they were in the cloud, and they were. But what I didn't know that Nintendo does or doesn't do is they don't save your cloud files if you're not a member of their online subscription service, which usually I am, but I had let mine lapse. Well, Nintendo recognizes that might happen from time to time, but what I didn't know is they will only save your files for six months. So if your subscription lapses, you've got six months to resubscribe or to download those save files or they're gone forever. And mine lapsed in September. So they are long gone. Yes, and me and my daughter had been playing Luigi's Mansion. We're about halfway through the game. Our save file is gone. Now, you had a good idea of maybe looking online, finding a save file that's halfway through. I might try that avenue. If not, I told my daughter I would play late at night in bed and get us caught back up single player because at any time you can add co-op. So I would single player it back up to where we were, and then her and I will finish it off in co-op. So my goal is to at least get back to where we were. And hopefully you guys don't make that same mistake um, with your save files in Nintendo. Hopefully I've saved a few of you through my error. Um, I'm going to be cleaning the garage this summer. And I have some bicycles that are in the way. And I bought this pulley system. So one of my goals is to hang that up, get those bikes out of the way. I mentioned my Legos are still in boxes. This is the month, man. I have some time. I'm going to get all those Legos out of the boxes. So this is a carryover goal. Let's get that done. And for my last side quest, I got to explain what it is, is I'm going to finish watching Picard season three. I'm a huge Star Trek Next Generation fan. I'm actually a bigger Star Trek fan than I am Star Wars fan. That might be blasphemous to some of you, but man, I really love the next generation. I really love season one and season two of Picard. But the only time I watch television is when I'm exercising. I have a TV in my exercise room. And I can only catch about 80% of it, which for most shows, that's fine. But there might be an exercise here or there where I'm not facing the TV or I'm really exerting myself and I might miss a little bit of the plot. And that's that's fine for pretty much every show I watch, but not for Picard. I want to just be super focused. Well, I don't have any – I just really don't watch TV outside of exercising. So in order to accomplish this goal, I have to force myself to sit down on the couch, to not be answering work emails – to not be um, doing uh, anything for for my family budgeting or anything like that, and definitely not to be exercising and not gaming. And it's hard to put all four of those things to bed and just focus on one thing on the TV. But I'm going to do that with Picard because I just love it so much. So those are my seven side quests. I hope I get all seven so I can catch up just a little bit to you, my friend. You, you found the goal or the side quest that is like the antithesis of fit dad game dad. Like I cannot game. I cannot work out. This is my goal <laughs> to watch TV. Right. Right. <laughs> I love the it. Antithesis. I recognize yeah. that. I recognize yeah. that. And that's why it's such a hard goal, right? That's why I haven't done right. it. The seasons I'm, I'm so worried about spoilers because I want to accomplish this goal because I'm grateful. I haven't seen any spoilers yet. Yeah, I I still have not watched any of that show, and I need to because I I too love the Next Generation, so I need to go back and and start at season one and and watch that. But yeah, those are some season great one goals. Is the worst, by the way. Uh, okay, is the 
least entertaining of the bunch. A lot of people said they didn't like season two. I thoroughly enjoyed season two, but do know that season one's pretty slow and the ending's very kind of dull and anticlimactic. But man, season three is spectacular. I, I have watched two of the episodes of season three. Okay, good to know. Well, okay, some good side quests there. Brett, now it is time to get into our main missions. Okay, Brett, let's start off with your gaming goal. Tell me what your gaming goal is for June. Well, I'm going to keep it simple again because I have been doing fairly well on gaming. I did uh, finish... Did I talk about finishing Hogwarts Legacy? I don't even know if I talked about that. I don't think you've talked about it, no. No, so I finished Hogwarts Legacy back in May. That was not a gaming goal, but it just happened. And the reason it happened is because I moved my PlayStation 5 into the basement so my daughter would have more room for the PSVR 2, and I don't like gaming in the basement, and... I was playing Assassin's Creed 3 on the PlayStation and I needed something else to play. And I had remembered, of course, I'd started Hogwarts way back in January, whatever. Picked it back up and just got really got right back into it. Was thoroughly enjoying it and I finished off the game. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. And so now I've got Assassin's Creed that I haven't finished. And I might finish it in the basement. I might bring up the, the PlayStation back up to my game room. But either way, Simple goal, just want to polish off Assassin's Creed 3, and that will leave, Josh, for me, only one Assassin's Creed game that I haven't played out of all the mainline games. That'd be Assassin's Creed Rogue. And if our listeners remember, we have yearly goals where we get really big points in December for accomplishing them. And one of my yearly goals was to play all of the Assassin's Creed games I hadn't played, and at the time it was six. Well, if I beat Assassin's Creed, I've taken five of those off my yearly goal. Yeah, you've been crushing it. And I I hope you do beat it just because I want to chat with you about it and see once you finish the game, I want to see what your overall thoughts were on it because I know it's kind of a divisive Assassin's Creed game. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit, Um, but I know there are others that it didn't live up to their expectations as far as Assassin's Creed games go. So, yeah, I'm excited yeah. for you. I, I'm six uh, memory sequences into it, and there's 12 memory sequences. And I did not like the first two or so memory sequences at all until I realized what they were doing. Once I realized what they were doing, it made sense, and I am totally cool with it now. And, and looking back on it, I like it. And I don't know how I it was never spoiled for me, but there's kind of a big spoiler in the first couple memory sequences so actually i'm liking it so far josh that's a little preview okay. coming attractions but i would like to discuss it in more detail later so what is your gaming goal okay so i mentioned that i'm playing red dead redemption 2 and i've played quite a bit of it but i'm only a third of the way through it i didn't want to make a goal related to it and i also didn't want a goal that was going to pull me away from it the reason i didn't want to make a, a goal related to it is because i don't want to rush um So as far as actually gaming, I'm just going to keep playing Red Dead Redemption 2, but I needed a gaming goal. And one of the things that you know is that I really like to tinker. Uh, I like to, you know, do some mods. I, I, I like to just find ways to have fun with video games that isn't just necessarily playing them. And so I had a goal that I made, um, 
when we recorded this the first time that then I asked you before we recorded this one, like, hey, can I adjust? Because something happened in the time in between. When we recorded on Friday night, um, I had made a, a goal, which I'm going to save because I might do it next month or maybe in a future month. But then I went out to yard sales on Saturday and I, I had a good day at yard sales. I came home. I wasn't out too long. I came home, made the kids breakfast. And while I was making a breakfast, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to check the ads real quick and see if there's anything out there that makes me want to run out the door. And sure enough, someone in my town had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade 1-Up right front dead center in their in their ad. And so I messaged them. I was like, how much is this? And they're like, $30. And I was like, let me Venmo you now. Right? So I got super excited because I was like, that is dirt cheap. You and the guy's like, a zero or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And the guy's like, well, it has some problems. And I was like, oh, crap. So I decided, you know what? He's just in my town. I'm just going to drive over and I'm going to see what it is. So I drove over to his house, still there. And he said, hey, this hasn't worked since we moved into this house a couple of years ago. So, oh, okay. I'm not really excited about that. But then he's like, yeah, it's missing. It's the power cord has a breakaway cable. It's missing the breakaway part of it. So I'm thinking like, well, yeah, of course it's not going to work without the power cable. So I bought it and my NBA jam one, which I don't know if you can see here in the shop. Uh, I plugged in the power cable to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, which I think is out of the shop, but it's just right next to it right now. And it didn't work. So I'm like, ah, bummer. So I pulled the back off, started looking, make sure that there wasn't a loose connection or anything. And I, I spent a couple hours yesterday just trying to get it to work. Could not get it to work. I took out the PCB, which is basically the motherboard, took it out of the Ninja Turtles arcade cabinet, put it in the NBA Jam one, thinking like if it fires up on NBA Jam, then I know that the motherboard is good and the screen is bad. Well, it didn't fire up. So then I took the motherboard from NBA Jam and I put that in Ninja Turtles thinking, well, if this fires up, then it means the screen is okay in Ninja Turtles. It didn't fire up. So Dang. at that point, I was like, nothing's working. I think I'm just going to sell this for parts. Well, late last night, like literally almost midnight last night, I started searching the internet to see how much it would cost me to get a new PCB and a new monitor. Well, the PCB wasn't cheap. And then the monitors, all I could find were like a Dell monitor that I'd basically have to tear it all down and put it all in. But then I did find a listing that had the monitor and the PCB. So my gaming goal for this month is to get this Ninja Turtles cabinet up and running. I, I bought the parts for it last night, and it has a couple other things missing too. The joystick toppers are gone. Uh, like I said, I, I need that second half of the cord. So, so since I like to tinker, and since I don't want to be taken away from Red Dead 2, my goal is simply just to get that thing up and going. If it is up and going... I, we might keep it. We might sell it. I, I just don't know. But at the end of the day, the amount, I'm not going to disclose how much I spent on these parts, but the amount that I spent on it, if if I can get it up and running, I could still sell it and make a profit uh, if that's the avenue that I want to go. But I'm kind of leaning towards keeping it because when I listed it for parts, uh, 
kind of hurt my soul a little bit and I ended up taking the listing <laughs> down. And so I was just like, you know, I think I would kind of want to keep this. So uh, yeah, gaming goal is to tinker with that thing. And right now it's just a shell, but I want to get that thing, pun intended. I want to get that thing up and running. That is such a cool goal. So unique. I mean, it's such a unique take on gaming and it, and it, and it scratches that tinkering itch, but it's, um, might be something that results in playing a really fun game that you love. Um, and I just think that's, that's so, such a cool and second chances is kind of the theme of today, right? We got a second chance with recording. I'm so happy you took the listing down and you're giving the cabinet a second chance. Boom. Yeah. Well, and what it's all about. My kids love NBA Jam. I don't know how excited my wife will be to have potentially a second arcade down here in the basement, especially since I've been trying to like clear things out a little bit here. I'm like, like, Hey, I got another arcade. Um, but the kids, I think were, when they saw it, they're like, Oh dad, are we keeping it? So I was like, Oh, we'll see. But yeah, that's just my gaming goal. But yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I've owned three one up arcade cabinets. I don't own any of them anymore. And what I've noticed about them is they're super fun, especially if they're nostalgic to play for a little while. But then they tend, for me, they tend to sit a little, so I ended up selling them. So even if you kept it for a while and, and sold it, you could still make some money off it or at least uh, break even and have some fun playing it. And I actually had the Turtles cabinet. It was the first one I bought. It was a lot of fun just to play through it a couple of times. And then I didn't play it much more after that. So I, I sold it and broke even. Yeah, my, my younger two boys loved playing, um, I can't remember the name, but the new Turtles game that came out on Switch. We played that over the course of a couple nights and they just absolutely loved it. So I think the idea of playing Ninja Turtles on the arcade um, is something that they would just love. And I have a lot of fond memories of going to a pizza parlor back in Illinois growing up as a kid and playing uh, Ninja Turtles. So yeah, I think we'll have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. That game was, I think, Shredder's Revenge, right? Yes, Shredder's Revenge. Yes, thank you. I have not played that yet, but I have it. Ah, oh, so good. It's so good, and it's one that you can knock out in like two to three hours. Um, but play it with your kids. It is really fun to play co-op. So, okay, Excellent. Brett. Okay. What is right. your fitness goal? All right, short and sweet. I mentioned that over the course of this podcast, I have been tracking how many days I exercise each month. That's not always been my goal, but it's just been a piece of information I've tracked for me. One month, it was a goal. It was a goal to try and get 20. Didn't make it. So historically, I've exercised 16, 19, 19, 13, 19. So those are the months, and those are the number of times I've exercised. Three of the five months, I've hit 19 days of exercise. And I'm thinking, I got to get over that hurdle. There's sometimes there's there's something you're shooting for whether it's a weight or whether it's uh uh you know some calories and you you get so close but you never quite get over that hump and you're feeling good you know those are good numbers but there's something about just getting over that final hurdle and for me with exercise it's 20 and i don't think i'll ever consistently exercise 20 days a month but i would love to see that number and there's something about numbers too. I think it's this OCD thing I have that kind of even round numbers, you know, are very satisfying. So I'm going to try and exercise 20 times this month and get over that hurdle. Nice. Yeah. And I can totally relate to that, that feeling of like checking off a box. Yeah. That, that accomplishment. So I'm rooting for you there to hit that 20 number. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah. Well, especially when you've come close so many times. It's like you're the pen's on the box and then you don't quite check it. You're like, oh, but I was I was just about there. Yeah. Okay. So my fitness goal is to get eight thousand steps or more on eighty percent of my days. And so I told you that this last month I had been taking a lot of walks with the dog and I've really enjoyed that. And, you know, I don't know if, if I'm going to be doing much running or not anytime soon. I mean, I might, but, but I figured since I wasn't sure exactly how my exercise was going to look, I'm just going to focus on my step count this month to make sure that I'm moving, you know, and, and getting those steps. And like you're talking about checking off boxes on, I know you're, you're an iPhone guy and on iPhone, you have those rings that you want to close. I'm an Android guy. And on my Samsung, we don't have rings, but they have these hearts that are kind of, kind of the same concept where you close the hearts. And for mine, it's just set at 6,000 steps, which really isn't hard. And honestly, 8,000 isn't that hard either. Um, but I just want to have that motivation to every day think, uh, you know, I need to make sure that I'm getting steps in. So 8,000 steps or more on 80% of the days. That's my goal. I did give myself a bonus goal, which isn't for points. But my bonus goal is to get my weight down to 243 pounds. And that's a specific number. And because that is the number of what I was uh, pre-vacation. So I told you that I had gained 10 pounds over in Europe. Um, but the goal is to, by the end of this month, by the end of June, to be back where I was. And then that's definitely not an end goal for me by any stretch. But I want to get back to that point. And then uh, then I'll work on getting past that the next month. But I- I'll feel really accomplished if I can get, get back down to 243. I'm, I'm Like I said before, I'm six foot four. Um definitely have weight to lose, uh, but 243 for my frame and for the, for where I'm at right now would be great. So yes, 243, that's a little bonus goal that I'm going for. Uh, I'm rooting for you on the regular goal and the bonus goal. And my wife loves the way you write your goals because it gives you a little grace. You're trying to achieve your main part of the goal. 80% of the days, not a hundred percent of the days. And my next goal, when we talk about our eating goal, should, and my wife thinks I should write it that way, my goal is no soda all month. Now, what my wife really wants me to do is to say no soda 80% of the days in the month. And that's maybe one of the reasons why you're uh, kicking my butt at the Fit Dad Game Dad uh, Skill Tree Contest is because I've been setting these some of these goals that are all or nothing which is my, my wife has a very fair point, which is not a great way to set a goal. And so I've waffled a little bit on this, on whether I should do the 80% or not. And I promised her that at least in July, I'd be a little uh, easier on myself and maybe write a goal like you because she thinks you're very smart about how you write them. And that will probably help me in the long run. But I'm going to stick with no soda this month because it's just a good month. June, if I'm ever going to make a goal this hard, it's going to be this month. I, there's no way I could achieve this during the school year. So I'm going to go for it. What the heck? YOLO. You only live once. 100% of the days. No soda. Heck, I've made it three and a half days so far. What's, you know, 20, <laughs> 26 more, 25 and a half more? <laughs> well, and, and I'll say this. Um, 
I, I understand why you're doing the no soda because it's kind of one of those things that it kind of is an all or nothing thing, right? Like if you're still having it occasionally, you're not going to really uh, kick that habit. However, if you do falter, and I don't think you will, I think you'll knock it out of the park. If you do falter, when we have our daily texts, and if you said like, hey, like not doing well on this, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Because the only thing that I don't like about the all or nothing is that if you mess up at all, it kind of feels like, well, screwed it up. Might as well, like, you know, throw it out the trash. Um, so if you do falter, I will give you a, a new goal. Uh, so hopefully we won't even have to mention that. But if you do falter, then then I will come back to you and say, OK, I have a new eating goal for you and and give you a chance to still earn some points so I, I will offer you a little bit of grace there if if things don't work out but i think you're gonna knock it out of the park oh oh i appreciate your uh, appreciate that all around that you one your faith in me and two your willingness to give me another goal if i falter and i'm like i said like you said really hoping i don't have to do that i'm gonna i'm gonna and hopefully those daily texts really help um, what didn't help was a second ago, you were pouring a soda in the middle of our podcast. I mean, so... that's your goal, not my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the click of the can and I saw you pouring and I was like, I'm glad we're not in the same room so I don't have to smell that. Um, but uh, I think thanks for your support, <laughs> Josh. Yeah, I, Just kidding. I, that's one of the things I do need to be better about. But, um, you know, we've talked about baby steps. It's it's yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go right now. It's not well, my goal you, right now. You've inspired me to set this goal because you have kicked the habit of soda many times in the past and have gone sometimes months without soda. So I've never been able to do that. So maybe you can yeah, and, when those temptations come. And I'm not I'm not a coffee or tea drinker. So uh, if if I'm feeling fatigued and if I feel like I need caffeine, it's the route that I go. I know it's not great and I know I need to uh, get rid of it. But, um, but yeah, for that little, little bit of energy when I'm feeling worn down, it's kind of where, where I do go. Um, okay. So my eating goal, Brett, really simple. It's what I've used before. It's not, um, not anything that's going to reinvent the wheel, but it's just to log daily and to stay under my calories 80% of the time. Uh, that's been, that's been working for me. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm not doing anything special. I, I know having a podcast, you almost feel like you need to do something creative each month and, and change it up. But, but the way that our podcast is structured is we're just really trying to improve ourselves. And if it's working and if it works for us, then we'll continue on with it. And to our listeners, I'd say, you know, find something that works for you. You don't have to change up your goals every single month. You know, may, maybe you adjust them to make them something that you can accomplish and something that is going to help you out. But yeah, I'm just going to stick with, with what's working and make that my goal for the month. Great, great reminder, solid advice, stick with what's working and something uh, that works when you finally find it is such a blessing because there are so many things that work for some people, but don't work for you. And there's just a lot of trial and error with your body. Each body's so unique. And we've talked over and over in this podcast about what we're trying to do is um, not 
you know, like be some experts in fitness, but just to be happy, healthy, and have energy in our bodies. So if that's what's working for you and you're feeling happy, you're feeling healthy, then kudos for you for sticking with it. And I wish you the best of luck in June and I'll be talking to you every day. So fun times ahead. Definitely. Well, Brett, in life, there are Glass Joes, King Hippos, and minigame Brett Bottoms. You don't have to be them. Set your goals, get going, Losers and come along. <laughs> come along with us. People can read into that however they want. Uh, come along with us as we strive to be both fit dads and game dads. Until next time, we'll see you later.